please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DV Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DV Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. Our nation's veterans and first responders have given so much to protect our American lands. Now it is they who should enjoy the beauty and therapeutic nature of outdoor adventures. We are here to share their stories and those of organizations working hard to make opportunities available to you. This is Bullets, Blades, and Hooks. Hey everyone, this week we're going to be featuring Mark Richardson from TakeAVetFishing.org. Um, we, this is our first podcast, so we were doing a little bit of a, of a pre-show, and boy, our conversation was going so darn good, we went ahead and hit record. Uh, so there was no time for a proper introduction. So here I am popping in to introduce Mark Richardson from TakeAVetFishing.org. Enjoy the show. All right, so now we're recording. Um, but yeah, we, you know, our whole intent with this thing is is and and you're our first guest uh so yeah we're gonna get some some a few guests and then we're gonna release this and, and kick it off but uh organizations like yours we're, we're just trying to connect them with the people that it benefits you know uh, through one of our other podcasts dog and i were talking and, and like there's just there's something very therapeutic about anything outdoors hunting fishing hiking all of it um just it 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 really helps you get grounded and reconnected, and and there's nothing better to benefit veterans. Um, and then you know we we were talking about, it and I started poking around, and I'm like, you know, there's a lot of organizations out there um, that I'd never even heard of that I, I I didn't know all these opportunities existed for veterans. Uh, you know, so now our our game and our goal is is simply to help make that connection, get the vets with the people that that can benefit them the most, and and vice versa. That's awesome, and. Um... You know, we we like to hook up with groups that are doing similar things because the more resources that are out there for veterans, you know, that are that are needing some help or or just need a a good day somewhere down the road. You know, we we love working with that, and uh, uh, which we do with with a lot of different groups. And um, no, we appreciate I appreciate very much what you're doing. It's awesome, Jim. Do you think we should? Uh... Go ahead and let Mark know our background so he knows we are the type of veteran participants that would be in the program. Yeah, yeah, sure. That'd be great. Yeah, go, y'all, you go ahead and roll it out, man. Oh, uh, Mark, I'm a Marine, Marine Infantry, uh, three tours in Iraq. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you for your service. My my youngest son was in the Marine Corps for, I think he's been out now two years. And um, so I do have a little soft spot for the the marines just because my i i wasn't able to serve myself um but my grandfather and my nephews and my my dad and my son and the, you know that all and it's always been something for me to a, a way to give back and that's just that's just uh uh this is my way of doing it is we're working with these groups like this so that's that's awesome that's awesome i, I was army um came in, in in the reserves um was actually active more than I was not. <laughs> uh, and I, and I did, uh, Afghanistan in 2010, 2011. Um, and then I, I got, got injured towards the end of our, of our deployment. Um, and then was medically retired once, once we returned back to the States. Mm-hmm. No, I appreciate, we really appreciate, um, everything you guys do. You know, that's why we, that's why we do what we do. So. Right. Oh, 
I, I saw on your website you have a couple of things coming up here soon. Um, one's in Minnesota, one's in one's in Arizona. Um, there's the the winter winter classic charity hockey game. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, um, the the we call it the fighting for freeding free, <clears throat> fighting for freedom hockey event charity event, and um, um, Jay Garstecki, our founder, one of our founders and our president, he. Uh, um, his son, he played hockey, his son plays hockey and, and he plays, his son plays for a little, a junior team called the Minnesota blue ox and they play in Coon Rapids, Minnesota. So last year, Jay put on, we put on a, um, organized, uh, charity event where we had some past, you know, NHL players and veteran players and first responder players. And then their team had a, had a hockey game and, uh, among other things, skating with the greats and autograph session. A lot, you know, Neil Broughton and people from the 1980 Olympics were there. It was it was really uh, kind of a neat uh, neat thing and um, great event. I mean, we worked out. It, we did it outdoors, and that weekend at the end of November happened to be, you know, 10 below zero. It was kind of crazy, a lot of snow, but uh, it was a great event. Um, and yeah, so we're doing that again this year, coming up uh, December 10th, and. Um, and we're actually holding majority of it indoors this year to kind of help with the, with the uh, um, weather and and that kind of thing. So it should be a, a nicer event. I think it'd be well attended. The fan base for the Blue Ox is amazing. They really support that team, and and there there's a lot of veterans that come to those games. It's it's kind of crazy, um, but they the team is oriented around helping veterans. In fact, they much of what they do, how they run their practices, and how they do their um, training. They use military personnel to to help with that that whole focus. So they use that mentality, take it into their team. So it's kind of a neat partnership that we had with the with the Minnesota Blue Ox. So Man, that's that's awesome. That's, that's yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> that kind yeah, of yeah. out that way. We're really fortunate to have that um, that connection. Um, you know, and uh, and the Minnesota, the, the Minneapolis, the St. Paul. Twin Cities area. There's a lot of veterans in that area, so there, we do have that always. You know, there's always a number of people that come to our events and, and help out with that. So yeah. a lot of veterans and hockey players. That's cool. Oh, <laughs> hockey players, oh yeah. I mean, we. I'm in southern Wisconsin. I live near southern Wisconsin, not that far from Madison, and we have hockey here too, but not like they do there. It's crazy up there. So yeah. So the. Uh, when the when the organization started, what was the initial goal? Because um, I obviously you, you branched out into all kinds of stuff, but what, the initial setup of of take a vet fishing. Um, well, it's kind of interesting. Um, Jay Garstecki, our our president, and Rob Blanchard, he's our co-founder. He's also our COO. Um, Jay was a tournament fisherman, fished musky tournament, and Rob fished tournaments, but he also was a lure. He's still a lure manufacturer. So they met, they got together, and uh, Rob's a 31-year veteran um, from the Marine Corps and the Air Force. Oh, okay. Um, so they, back in, I think, 2011, they threw together uh, just a little, you know, they got 15, 20 veterans on the water and had a, cooked up some burgers and brats and um, just had a, just gave them a, you know, just a day. They had no idea what was going to happen with this whole thing. And then after, you know, they had that event, that kind of a um, very small initial event and the feedback they were getting were like, you know, this could be something cool. So 
in 2012, they formalized it and, and actually started, you know, having looking for veterans to come to the event and looking for guys to come to the event. So it essentially technically started in 2012 and um, nothing to the, to the degree that it is now because the growth has been phenomenal since then. Um, so, so they did the 2012 event and um, ironically, we had a Marine dealership is what our family ran for many years. And Jay was a customer of mine. So one day he comes rolling in with his boat and it's all wrapped with the take of it fishing stuff. And I didn't know he had this thing going on. And, and I said, Jay, what's going on? So he told me, you know, gave me all about it. And I said, what do you want me to do? I said, I want to help. So through my business, I was, became a sponsor and we helped him with fundraising and boat maintenance and, supplying some engines at a better price, um, held seminars and fundraising and put on some golf outings just to do our part um, for it. Um, so we did a small event, small event kind of near us. And um, it all kind of started though in Madison, with, in, the, in the McFarland actually, and the Madison chain of lakes. And that's where the first event happened. Um, I call it our flagship event. Um, cause it's kind of our first, it's also our largest event. Um, we generally have a hundred plus veterans on the water that day. Um, COVID messed things up for everything, but, um, you know, since then it's been awesome. We were able to get through COVID through reduced numbers and things like that, but not, you know, but now that we're through all that, things are kind of back to normal. Um, so that's kind of where it all started was in McFarland, Wisconsin. And, um, you know, we've since grown to five states, you know, including Florida. Um, we do events, uh, like I say, our, our flagship event is in Madison. We do events in Illinois, Northern Illinois, in the Fox Chain, which is a, north of Chicago. Um, we do a couple of events in Minnesota, one in Lake Minnetonka, that's in the Twin Cities, and one on Lake Mille Lacs, which is a big lake, a couple hours north of there. Um, we do one in um, Boyne City, Michigan, which is actually on Lake Charlevoix, which is just north of Traverse City, and it's in the it's in the upper part of Lower Michigan. Um, and then we do Eagle River, Wisconsin, which is a huge musky area for us, and uh, a lot of veterans um, in all those areas. So we have great turnout. Um, we started doing the Florida events. Um, our co-founder Rob Blancher goes down there for a good chunk of the winter time. And uh, he got involved with the American Legion down there and a couple of uh, Hubbard's Marine where they have the big launch boats. Um, so we've done uh, four events now, two week, two over the last two years in Florida as well out of the Tampa area, Lydia Beach, Florida. And we'll be doing that again in January and, and, and April of this year, of 2024. So there you're so, getting out into, into deep water. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting. We get we get um, requests from all over the place to do want us to put on events. Obviously, logistics and money and all that personnel. You know, that's the reason we do the Upper Midwest because we all kind of live in the Upper Midwest, so we're not too far. There's nobody that's too far from an event to help get it going. Um, right. You know, and same with Florida. So it robs down there and gets that rolling down there. Um, so that's kind of where the growth is, but um, you know, it's been tremendous growth. And um, uh, for us, it's just uh, and Jay, you know, Jay chose fishing because just like you said, it's 
you know, the outdoors, there's something to it. It's something relaxing about, uh, about being the outdoors and whether it's fishing or hunting or hiking or bird watching or whatever it might be playing golf, just being outside is, uh, is it's very therapeutic. So that's why, why they chose that to, to do it because, um, you know, and everybody, you know, everybody kind of realizes that. And, um, it's just a, it's just a good, uh, it's a good event to get people together. Um, and, you know, relate on a, on a boat, you start a conversation on a boat and you're out there with somebody and, you know, people's guard comes down and they, they open up and, uh, create a good friendship and just give a, you know, we're just trying to make that day better than the one before, you know? And, um, so that's how we call it day of giving back. So. I, I think it's awesome. You know, it really sounds like really started organically and it's just a, a matter similar to what we're doing with this podcast is like, we found something that was helping us and, 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 you know, just expanding our, our, our lives and our quality of life. And, and we want to be able to find a way to connect and share that with other people. And that's exactly what your organization yeah. is doing is, is, Hey, you know, we, we're, we're, we get out there and we throw a hook in the water and, and we, and we feel a heck of a lot better at the end of the day. Um, and now, you know, you're, you're able to, to continue that on and, and share that with, with other people and people that may not have actually even thought about it or had the opportunities, you know, to get out to some of these spots and stuff. So that's, that's really awesome. Yeah, it is. It was extremely organic. I don't think Jay and Robin knew, they didn't know where this was going to lead just by doing that one little, little event just to help, just to, just to give back for a day. And, uh, but it's kind of interesting the, the way the events work, um, least in the upper midwest up here we you know we have on our website there's a sign up for for the veterans there's a sign up for guides and there's a sign up for volunteers and any veteran can sign up to come fishing with us we you know doesn't matter on age or anything it doesn't matter um and uh and same with the guides it doesn't have to be a professional guide just somebody you want many of them are you know when they when they sign up they're guides that that do, do it professionally and um but a lot of them are veterans as well so not only do we get the veterans come fishing we get veterans in the guide boats and and it's it's kind of a um, win-win there was veterans helping veterans and and uh everybody's having a great day on the water and then the volunteers to set up the event to serve food to park cars to help with the boat launch um we need that too so and we never have a problem finding people that want to help um we we always are full um guides are you know are integral to it without the guides um it, it doesn't happen you know it just we and uh so the upper but then we go to florida which is a little different now we don't take guide boats we don't have guides going out there we hubbard's marine has has a large launch boat where we get 60 to 70 veterans and the crew and our staff on the boat and everybody goes out about 10 miles offshore to fish um, so it's a little different how we run that just because that's, um, that's the only way you can do it there. Um, but it's kind of neat. They, they both have, a um, kind of an interesting, um, dynamic, the, the, the guy, the veterans that go out on the guide on a individual guide boats with, a, with one or two other veterans, you know, it's just a, it's a smaller setting, a um, little more, um, quiet and, um, but it's interesting because those veterans and those guides have created many of them created lifelong friendships. You know, they're not only do they fish those events, they, they go out, they get together outside of that and fish. And, uh, 
so that's all that's great and then with the with the um the, the launch boats down in florida everybody's kind of together which is kind of neat too because you know as at, from my standpoint as we go down and listen just just standing around listening to these veterans talk you know they they have their own they're like-minded they have their own stories to tell and they're comfortable and uh um it's a it's kind of a neat you know dynamic the way that all works so everybody everybody just has a good relaxing day on the water but what what's cool too is um you know so that's designed we that's our way to to give back to honor veterans like yourself service their service um but we also include the families so we have a uh, the veterans fish generally in the morning but some some afternoon fishing but we have a we have an honor ceremony where we post the colors we do the national anthem we have some speakers um and we have a color guard come in um and then we have uh you know we just we then we have we honor the service of those veterans and their families at that event and you know the feedback we get is amazing you know they're so appreciative of what we what we do and honestly it's a it's a it's inspiring it's emotional it's a um you know it, it's just a it's just uh it puts things in perspective and and then the people you know because people don't want to they don't want to forget the families you know they they deal with this stuff too and and they're all right. part of it and and we we welcome the families we welcome our donors to come um you know that's the that's you know the rough part about nonprofits is you got to go out and raise money that's the right. that's always the tough thing yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a yeah. necessary evil but we invite but we want our 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 sponsors to come to our events because once they see it in action they that's they kind of get it you know they get they see, it. okay that's what it's about now we yeah. can, you know and they're they're and their tears in their eyes you know when they're listening to the speakers talk and, and honoring the veterans and um and uh you know so it's uh, uh th that's all part of it and uh um now that that camaraderie and that the connection that you were talking about, like when you get a bunch of veterans on a boat together and stuff, I mean that, that really is something that just kind of carries over from from military service, because um, you can be on one squad, one team, one day, and then they need you somewhere else, and now you're thrown in with a whole other group of people, um, and it just becomes part of the culture that you connect to those people. They're brothers and sisters, right. so you, you know, like you, you never feel like the odd guy out. Uh, when you're well, with, I, uh, other, with when you're with other veterans because there's just that that connection that military connection yeah and i wasn't in the military and you guys lived it so you guys understand it i i get it because i see it happen you know that's what uh, I, I mean I, <laughs> I can't i can't live it like you guys did but boy i see it from the from the people that come to these events and how they how they interact and and you can just tell that um you know sometimes that one day is is all it takes to, you know, to brighten up somebody's outlook or, or maybe go get the help they need or whatever it might be, you know, it's just, a, yeah. just a one day thing that, um, you know, it's hard to put a value on that because, um, you, you can see it in their eyes that they, and the family's eyes that they, that they're having a great day and it's something that, that they really need. And, and the recognition is, you know, that's a big part of it. And, you guys deserve it and um you know so that's that's why we do that is the recognition that i think personally it's just it's lacking and um you know any little bit that we can you know make a little bright spot on a weird world we got today is is uh you know is something that we're trying to accomplish so 
That's definitely awesome. a plus. Um, ultimately, I, oh, go ahead. Uh, I really wanted to give you a lot of credit on your numbers from what I saw on the website. I mean, I was already um, blown away, you know, with your level of uh, participation and your program itself. But then I saw your uh, is uh, an impact uh, by the numbers section. And I was blown away to see that you've actually taken since the inception up to 3,500 veterans out and over 1,500 rods given. Yeah, uh, given that, away. Yeah, and that data is a little old right now. It's it's actually over 4,500 now veterans. Oh wow! You know that we've we've been able to to get out in the water um, and uh, um, you know honor their service. And not only that, then we. Uh, so, and that's where the growth is. That's that, you know, who knew, you know, there's no way you could predict that was, that was going to happen. Um, but, uh, you know, thankfully we've got uh strong up here in the upper Midwest so that, as most places, a strong veteran population and, and some really generous donors that, that help us out to allow us to keep doing what we're doing. You know, some of these sponsors we have, um, St. Croix rods, for instance, is, phenomenal they've been with us since day one great clips corporation been with us from day one you know and uh had it not been for those group like that we wouldn't have got any none of this would have got off the ground well now um, i like st croix even better i always thought they made an awesome stick but now yeah but now that they, i know they're supporting you guys that's that's they, yeah. they do so much um in fact uh um they have uh they have a program that's coming out here on veterans day They've done this now in the past, but they, for each veterans, depending on the day, they're doing it veterans day this year. They're, they make, they're making a thousand rods. They're going to sell those for $200 a piece on veterans day. The proceeds go to take a vet fishing and wounded warriors in action, which is another nonprofit in Northern Wisconsin. So they're, they do that. They're going to sell a thousand rods that way. If it goes on anything like they did for breast cancer last year, those rods sold out in 11 minutes. So we're hoping that that's awesome. Wow. This is amazing. But yeah, they have been so good to, um, you know, they're, they're constantly um, helping us out with one way or the other. In fact, one of the neat things we do every year, right before our Eagle River event, the week before it's the second week of October, we have what's called a veterans rod tour at, at St. Croix rods. So we have a, a day that we can bring about, have two sessions, one morning, one in the afternoon, about 15 to 20 veterans per session. They they come in, they get a tour of the factory, how all these rods are all made, and then they all leave with a with a with a rod, <laughs> with a brand new oh, rod. So nice. so they, you know, you know, that's all that's all good because they want to give back too, you know, and that's that's their way of doing it. And anyway, we can be a, be involved with a partner like that you know, is awesome. So Yeah. Yeah. And when they do that rod thing, like m make sure to send me that information because sure. we can get it on as many channels as we can to get it out there. Yeah. And, yeah Cause that's, well, you know, our, our, our goal is to connect veterans with organizations that can benefit them, but also hopefully maybe connect people that do have the funds and the ability to, to donate to organizations. Well, um, you know, hopefully we can reach some of those people too, so that sure. they can hear firsthand, Hey, yeah. this is an org that I, that I want to help. Because I like yeah, what that, you're doing, that, you know? that sort of thing is, is great. That's what um, you know. Part of my involvement is to go out and raise money. That's sort of the that's one of my main functions that I do. Um, but I I've always said a lot can be done without spending a dime. You know, just this creating awareness and doing things like we're doing here, and letting people know what's going on, and partnering with different nonprofits, and just talking about it to other people. 
I mean, you don't know, you don't know whose ears it's going to fall on, and and someday it might fall on the right ears, and then hey, and that's how that's honestly how a lot of our donors came about. They just heard of us from some a veteran that participated, and he he told his boss or whatever, and then we get a call. Hey, what's this more? Well, I want more information about this. You know, so there's, um, and and they're doing it because they, you know, and when I had our business, I was it's it's different for me because. I was on the on the other end of the side of the counter. I was being asked all the time for money, which is great. You know, I we gave to everything that we could. Um, now I'm out doing the asking, which is, you know, different. But I understand it's not always in the cards every year for for a company or an individual to give. So you have to you have to you don't want to be discouraged. You know, you have to you have to look at it and say, hope you don't mind if I call you next year. And they said, no, please do. You know, so. Yeah. Um, you gotta always keep that in mind every time you're, you know, that's what I look at it when you're keeping that in mind. But um, I commend you for that, man, because it, 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 well, it's, it's a tough gig, you know, especially, you know, you're, you're, you're presenting to somebody that may have no idea you know, what, what, you, what you guys are doing. And, you know, I mean, most people, when they're approached for money, their first thought is, oh, boy, here's another one. Here we go again. You know, <laughs> so that's a, yeah. that's, a, that's a tough, a tough sell. Um but I, I mean, I, I spoke to you briefly and it, it quickly became evident that like, hey, these these are people we want to want to work with and you know, see what we can do and you know, hopefully, hopefully make some connections. We're very conscious of making sure our donors know that their money's being put to good use. We, we, you know, I put out a newsletter to our donors every, you know, depending on how many events we have, you generally about every six weeks just say, hey, here's what we've done since we last talked. You, you know, you've you've helped us treat 15 veterans for post-traumatic stress. That's where your dollars went. We got, we did two events. We got, you know, 100 veterans on the water, honored them and their family service. And, you know, that's where, that's where it, um, it, it kind of where the rubber hits the road. When, when those, those donors see that and they understand that, you know, our, our dollars are being put to good use, you know, that's why we want to make sure they're invited to our events. When they see that, that's how they, you know, they want to continue. And veterans, it, it's kind of interesting too. I look at it, um, you know, veterans are, are everybody, I, I want to say everybody, most people are affected by a veteran somewhere, you know, either dad, brother, uncle, grandpa, kid, whoever. So they, they understand, you know, there's potential for these, these you know, th that these veterans need to be, they need to be honored. So there's, so yeah. everybody's got a, um, there's always a um, underlying, uh, you know, understanding that hey, there are veterans out there, and I always, and it's not always a local event. I I look at it because we don't do events in every city. You know, we do do nine of them this year. I think we're going to be adding another ten next year. But but I also look at it. You know, it's sort of local for everybody because most people are affected by a veteran somewhere in their life, and whether they have to come to our event or to some other group's event to be honored. Um, you know, that's why I always look up as a local, it's always local to somebody. And so it's, it's not as, you know, when they understand, we look at it that way, they, they kind of understand where, where you're coming from and, and how you're, how many people you're trying to reach. So, yeah. Can I ask you about, uh, 
I saw the uh, the number of twenty two zero veterans that you've helped, which I'm mm -hmm. uh, I'm pretty sure that you know those are individuals in PTSD situations. Can yep. you talk about though? Uh, you actually have like at least seven uh, dogs that you've placed with veterans, right? Yeah, we have um, service uh, dogs. On that. Yep. Um, one of the cool things about um, take a vet fishing. And we'll in an Operation Healing Heroes too is the other nonprofit that we're tied with the sister. With the, we talked a little about that too, but one of the cool byproducts of the Take a Vet Fishing events is we get the veterans and their families to the events, and we will get. And it could be a, the fishing event, could be a golf outing we're putting on, or whatever it might be. But those people know. I mean, they live it. They know who needs help. We get the referrals a lot of times from from those people, from their veterans of their families. Hey, my brother, my cousin, or my friend, he's, he's struggling. Can we get him some help? So that's a kind of neat byproduct of the events, just the, the, the referrals and the, how, you know, how we find out who could use some help. And that's where, um, so kind of the ultimate goal of it all really is, you know, helping, helping with post-traumatic stress, no matter, no matter how, a veteran or their family member got it could be from their time in the military could be from something that happened in their childhood a car accident whatever it might whatever it might be sexual abuse all kinds of it we've and and so we've partnered with you know 220 is one of our um our top ones that we we refer a lot of veterans to there's really no um cure for post-traumatic stress but boy the the results and the feedback we get from veterans that have been through the program is phenomenal with 220 so it's uh you know tactical resilience pro uh, process and trauma resiliency protocol trp therapy um it kind of detaches that fight or flight with the map with the memory and and gives gives a veteran that's suffering or a first responder who might be some relief from the you know, from that constant, um, the, the constant remembering and, and, and dealing with, with their, with their, uh, with their issue they had in service or where, where it might've been. Um, so yeah, so we've done many, many, uh, referrals and, and, and through the program as service dogs as well. We, we started working with, um, VET service dogs are actually in Lyons, Illinois. And, um, so we, and, and we pay for it. You know, that's the thing. We, whatever it takes, we, we pay for it. We purchase a dog, we pay for the training, we pay for the veterans if they need to get to the dog training, if they need a hotel to get, while they're being trained for the dog, we pay for it. You know, that's, that's our, that's our thing. So um, same with, uh, same with the fishing events. We, we pay for the hotel for the, for them to stay over the night before the event. They come, they have to drive in. We pay for that. Their food, all that's covered. Um, but but the uh, but we're always looking for more and more, you know, programs and services that we can use to refer veterans to because, you know, it doesn't everything doesn't work for everybody. So sometimes you need to try a couple things and um, and we think we partnered up with some pretty good ones. Twenty two zero, BET service dogs. Um, the Stella Foundation, which is a Stella ganglion, ganglion block shot for a little more extreme PTS symptoms that a veteran might be dealing with. Um, Saddles and Service is down in San Diego, 
California. Um, equine therapy, I've never been through it. However, Jay, our, our president, he did a film, he did a, um, a couple of episodes of the TV show down there and went through a little bit of that. And he said, it's kind of weird how horses connect with people, you know, and it's like, they understand you and, and the feedback we've got from veterans that we've sent to that program and other ones that we've talked to, it's just, a, it's just amazing. And it, it's hard to say exactly why other than horses just have that horses and humans have a connection that it's it's tough to uh, apart from maybe a dog maybe the only other thing that's as close and yeah. um they can a horse can really like they can read a person better yeah, than most yeah. people can honestly yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's that's a that's a, a part of the the dv farm um which is a, our, our friends have the, the a farm that does re, rehabilitation for homeless veterans and particularly ones that have had issues with self-medication and, and drug addiction Right. Um, and equine therapy is, is, is a big part of that. Um, right. and it, it is, it's, there's nothing like it. It's just, it's a whole nother level, uh, the way that those, those animals can connect with a person. Yeah. And, and, uh, it's just another, um, it's another arrow in your quiver that can, you know, help you hopefully help someone down the line here. Um, and then we're also involved with the Sparta project, which, Maybe you've heard of that. Um, they they struggled a bit here over the last few years. Um, one of our former board members took on that project to get them back on their feet, Josh Hendricks, which he's done. Got them through all their financial issues, and now they had their first cohort here about a month ago um, here in, in uh, eastern Wisconsin, first one they've had in several years, and it went very, very well. So we're hoping we're partnering with them to help keep that program alive too. So. Oh, good um, but but it's all good um but it, it is kind of amazing um you know when we get families there how you know you, you just listen to what the, they're, they're talking amongst themselves and they're they're talking about their issues they've been dealing with and and the good times and the bad times and um you know and then you really see where that one day you know sometimes as simple as one day out on a, on a little outing like we do and their outlook changes you know so Anything we can do for that—that's kind of what we're what we're trying to do. Yeah, that's that's fantastic, and, and for the facilitating those connections, because um, you, you know you you pointed out earlier, like it, it's not just the veterans; the families are affected also. You know, so that making those connections and 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 everyone involved can see, like, hey, we're not the only ones; we're not the only couple; we're not the only family that has had these struggles. You know, others have too, um, and just knowing that it, it helps maybe maybe ignite the the healing process right we've had a we've got a few veteran um veterans that we've dealt and you know helping out for for quite a quite a few years one way or the other and the progress that some of these these people have made you know it's a step-by-step -step thing and they've gone from not to be able to leave the house to coming now and speaking on behalf of of how one of the programs we did help other veterans or speaking to other veterans they've, they've come full circle and that's kind of what we like we would love to see that because when you get a you know a real life um situation where that happened to someone and they turn itself around it means something to somebody else when they when they speak and um but you know that and that's where that's where you say how do you put a value on that kind of thing you know it, it uh you, you can't so it's it's all a um 
it's all been a very rewarding thing for everybody involved. Um, and, uh, and anything we can do to help other groups and you know, what we want, we want to do too. So, um, but do you, yeah, so, do you have anything new in the, in the works or anything that's, that's coming up that you're excited about? Uh, yeah, we have, um, we're, we're going to be adding, I think another event for next year. So that'll be, that'll be another one in Minnesota, Northern Minnesota. Um, we actually have kind of a neat thing coming up here in a couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> through a roundabout weird way, um, the the other our other nonprofit operation Healing Heroes, which is the which has the television show and the podcast that we, that will get you on eventually here, um, the television show on Discovery Channel. Um, a couple of years ago, we were looking in because. That part of the, the with the Operation Healing Heroes, um, it's a foundation, so that's where a lot of our funding comes for what we for treatment of veterans. But it also is the 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 foundation the, that funds the television show to create the because what Operation Healing Heroes does is that we document the lives of veterans, um, however, whatever era, age, whatever it might be. Um, and so that's uh, an expensive, you know, thankfully we got some good large donors, um, Great Clips and the, the Yance Foundation that help us out with a lot. And a lot of many, many small donors as well. I mean, every, everything everything funnels into these groups one way or the other. Um, but uh, so we, when we get the, uh, <laughs> the logistics of doing these shows gets to be, you know, that's the expensive part, you know, getting people around, getting the film crew around. So we had an idea, Jake came with an idea, we, we were going to purchase an RV, right, uh, to haul, to, to go to the location, do the filming, and and um, we were going to purchase that, and we, had, we were working with Winnebago Industries, which is a really good company. Um, long story short, getting getting financing with a nonprofit is a little time-consuming because banks look at it they don't know whether you're going to be around next year or not you know? so yeah but we had commitments yeah. from some donors that were you know we were, were good well a long story short we <laughs> we, we the, the rv that we had through a dealer he had he called us hey i really got to get this thing sold now because our finance financing was taking a long time so so we said okay well we'll just go ahead and sell it we'll have to redo all this down the road well, it wasn't the next day our financing came through, so we didn't have the RV anymore. So, oh. but, but things work out, you know. I don't know whether it's divine providence or whatever it is. Something, something. It's always something. Something good turns out. So we had a, we had a couple of donors that wanted to still do this RV thing. So they they committed to it. Jay starts looking around. We find an RV in New York, um, slightly used. 38 foot or really nice perfect for what we want to do um so we get the, all the um in the logistics the ins and outs of the uh getting it purchased from from this private party who he then because of what once he found out why we were why we were purchasing this he gave us a real nice discount off of what the book value was everything just to help us out so it was it, it worked out really well so we went out to pick the pick Rob, Jay, and I went went out to New York to pick it up, which we did. And as we're talking to the owner of it, um, 
he had to go to a function that night for a friend of his at a birthday party or something. So we meet the next day um, with him and his friends were there and, and this friend of his was there. Well, it turns out he is, you've heard of American Choppers, Orange County Choppers. Yeah. yeah. The show. Yeah. With Paul senior and that, well, this fella is Paul senior's brother-in-law. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who knew? So, so he's, Jay's telling him what we do. So he gets Paul, his sister, who's Paul Senior's wife, on the phone, and Jay's on the phone with an hour, telling her what we're doing. I mean, and they're loving it. And that's kind of what they do now. They have a, they have a, um, their their company or whatever they do is they help nonprofits raise money. That's kind of what they do. If they have a nonprofit they believe in, they'll they have a, a venue down in Clearwater, Florida, that you know they put on concerts and things, and that's what they're doing for us in a couple of weeks. We're having a concert down there. And uh, with some country acts and, and Paul Sr. and some speakers, and we're going to be the recipients of any donations that are. So it's, a, it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> and, you know, but have we not, it's just a weird how, have we, have we gotten the financing for that Winnebago? We never would have met up with this guy we bought it from. Right. We never right. would have led to this Orange County Choppers. And, you know, it's just, it's just, uh, you know, things have a way of working out. And, um, uh, like I say, it could be divine providence. Providence, who knows? But um, but it's kind of interesting how that works out, and uh, and that just seems to be how it always works out. You know, you have even down to like an event. You have bad weather at an event, but it still turns out good because of the experience people have with each other. You know, it doesn't matter that they didn't get out fishing all day because they came back, and, and the the important thing would happen at the ceremony. You know, so it's just how things work out that way. Um, you just can't explain certain things, you know, and uh, it's kind of an interesting story how that all worked out. So now we have the RV and, and that in and of itself works great for doing what we do for, for Operation Healing Heroes. But, you know, that thing's a, it's a giant billboard too. And people see it and they want to see what it's about. They come over and talk and the people we've met just from driving that thing around has been phenomenal. And, uh, uh, you know, the, which led to, um, you know, sponsorships and donations of other companies that want to help out. So it's been a it's kind of a neat way it all works out for everything. But like I say, veterans, most people have a soft spot in their heart for veterans. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, they understand why we're doing what we're doing yeah, and why and you guys uh, are doing what you're doing, you know, everything. So. And I think most, most people have a, at least a veteran in their family, yep. you know, somebody that they, that they love that's, that's been there, done that. And, yeah, but I can imagine rolling around in that, you know, you just stop for fueling up and it turns into a conversation. Well, it is. In fact, when we picked it up, we had a really neat, um, we picked it up and, uh, I mean, we were, we have it all wrapped with our, you know, all their logos and stuff. I don't know. It wasn't that way when we, when we were coming back from New York with it back to uh, Minnesota. And uh, so we pulled in for gas and, you know, we got our jacket and hat on it and yeah, people would say, Hey, nice nice uh rv and then they'd see see our hats and say what, do you, what is it about we tell them what we're doing and next thing you know you get a donation through from from somebody you met at a gas station you know yeah. because it, it, you know that's that's kind of how it works and uh um and like i say that's the, the issue with nonprofits is you got to have money coming in so anywhere yeah. you can you know create awareness whatever way it takes you just don't know where it's going to come from but when and when it comes to donations i i think some people have 
like this this erroneous thought that like if i don't have you know a lot of money to give then it's then it, then it doesn't make a difference five or ten dollars makes a difference oh. when a thousand people do it oh absolutely ten thousand yeah. people do it so like yeah. if somebody can't give ten thousand dollars don't don't not give you know if if you're able to yeah. Um, you know, find find an organization that you believe in and and, and give a couple of bucks because if everybody does that, then those couple of bucks add up real quick. It really does. And you know, the vast majority of our donors, like probably most nonprofits, are are smaller donors. They might give fifty bucks or twenty bucks or hundred or whatever it might be. Um, and which is, you know, you, that adds up. So that's where creating awareness and going to a local festival with the table and going to uh, having a hockey event or having a um, going to a car show, you know, where you just got your table set up and people walk by and, and that's where it happens. You talk one-to-one to people on a, on a local level and then they talk to people and that's, that's, that's where it all, that's where I think it all happens is on that local level. You can do a ton of stuff on the internet, which you have to, you know, for your reach, but I prefer personally to sit and talk and chat about stuff like this with somebody because you can always, you can't really get a feel for how you feel about a group when you're just looking at somebody's website. You know, when you're talking yeah. to somebody, they pick up on, they pick up on how much you care about it, how much it means to you and why you think it's a good thing when you're just chatting with somebody. Yeah. Um, well, not, on the, on the internet, it, it, it's, it's easy to scroll on by uh, and absolutely. not even recognize something, um, you know, where, when you're, when you're sitting and talking with somebody, there's, there's, you get more of a connection. You get more of an idea of what's going on because, uh, you know, let's even Facebook, you're scrolling through Facebook. It is now polluted with ads. So you learn to just, you know, filter out everything, but what it is that you're there to look for. And you might be missing out on some, some good things. So, so yeah, as great as the internet is, it's not so great either. And, you know, it's, it's really tough to get things out there. So out there beating the pavement and and meeting folks and shaking hands and stuff. I, I, I wholeheartedly believe makes, makes far more of a difference. Yeah, and our we have our 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 team. I work with some tremendous. I'm I'm blessed. I work with some really good people um, that were doing this with this group longer than me, and uh, everybody's dedicated. And everybody goes out and and you know we go to VFWs, we go to Legions, we go to um, local Rotary Club or whatever Lions Clubs or whatever it might be, just to talk to their group because they're the ones that talk to people and they're the ones that know the business people. And, and they're the ones that spread the word about what you're doing and why you're doing it. Yeah. And that's where, it, I think that that's where it happens. Uh, Cause without that, without those local donors for, you know, the, you, you wouldn't survive. And um, so you got to You got to get out there and make sure you're, you're, you're number one, being upfront with them, what you're doing. Number two, making sure you're, you're doing what you say you're doing, you're yeah. doing. And that's, that's really important to us that we, you know, we make sure that these donors know, and whether it's an individual or a company, whoever, that we're we're working and making sure their money is being being used properly, and um, and that may be you know treatment for PTS or whatever it might be, or might be helping on another nonprofit who's doing great work as well. You know, because that's that's the cool thing about this um, nonprofits can share and talk and and support each other and it just it just makes it a better world for every all the veterans you know the more the more access they have the, the better it is so if, if there's a, a veteran or, or a family member um that you know is looking at what you guys are doing and is like man I, I really think this could help me or help my family member um how how do they go about like getting on board to to maybe get 
scheduled to go do a fishing trip with you guys? Well, um, obviously they're, you know, right now, depending on logistics where they're at, you know, they, as long as they can get, cause the one thing we don't do is provide transportation to the event. So they have to get there. Right. Cause it's, it's so incredibly expensive. The logistics yeah, of getting doing somebody the event in Minnesota and they're from, you know, Colorado, they may not make the trip. That's too far. Right. But, um, but basically, um, we'll be having our annual meeting here in the next few weeks and we'll, we'll determine the schedule for next year. But essentially they go on our website, which is takefatfishing.org and they look at events that we're doing and they, okay, this will work out. So they, they go on there, they sign up, there's a questions and answers. And we like to get, you know, we like to get a feel for um, when they served and, you know, that kind of thing. And in fact, we, we ask them, what do they want to fish for? Because we'll try to pair up that veteran with a guide who specializes in walleyes or muskies or bass or whatever it might be to at least increase. And sometimes they don't care. They, they just want to go out and they don't care what they catch. But the catching <laughs> of it's probably the least of it because... <laughs> That's really, it's about fishing, but it's really, that's really not where the focus is ultimately. And he's, it, um, it's just nice if they do catch fish that we, we think that's just the bonus of it all because, uh, you know, they, like I say, they get out there and they create a, create a relationship with the, with the guy and they come back and have a great day at our, at our ceremony. Um, so they can apply for, they can register for any of the events and we, whether or not they need a hotel, uh, that kind of thing, or they need assistance. You know, we, we have, we have all kinds of um, ways to make, if they have a disability, for instance, you know, we have pontoons or something that we, we can get people out on. We have volunteers to get everybody in and out of boats. Um, and then the, the guides. So that's where the veterans sign up. And then the guides do the same thing on the guide page. They, okay, yes, I'd love to help out. They sign up and then we pair, they, we pair the veterans with the guides and then, we asked the guides to contact the veterans at some point before the event, just so they're a little bit familiar. At least they know each other's names or text or something or an email. Right. Um, so when they get there, they're somewhat familiar. Um, and then uh, it, uh, you know, it goes from there. Um, and then the volunteers, the same thing. They, they come and, and honestly, the volunteers sometimes get just as much out of it as, because they want to help, you know, they're there because they want to help and they know it's important. And every time anybody, anytime you get a volunteer to come in and help you, that that's uh, one less dollar you got to spend on, you know, on certain things and just all that more can go into helping veterans. And that, so it's, and they, they understand that. That's, and it's kind of, we, we generally have some gifts that we give to the veterans. We have a, you know, goodie bag of stuff for the guys, goodie bag of stuff for the veterans. Um, so we, you know, some information and some, some, some things that we give away. And thankfully we have donors that are willing to give us some product that we can have a little raffle and, and, uh, little drawings and, 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 uh, we generally have, you know, like, a, a grand prize, we call it where there's a fishing trip or a guided trip or something where, where a veteran will win that. That was one of the things that kind of sort of, I guess, caught me off guard when I first started doing voluntary stuff with different, a whole bunch of different veteran organizations, but helping helps the helper. And you don't even realize it. Like I started recognizing traits in some of the veterans that I was working with. And I'm like, I'm just, I just told them not to do that. And I do that. Like, <laughs> so it made me reflect on myself a little bit because I would see things. And, and again, that's where these connections and things are most beneficial or, or you can get people with, with other people, 
um, where where you can share experiences and knowledge, and and it really does help help you. You know, it's a catalyst to help you be a better person and and more productive. And like I say, you guys you guys have been through stuff that I'll never be able to experience. So you guys see things from a different way. From my from my way, I look at this. You know, I've met some of the coolest people on earth since I've been working with these groups. And uh, you know, I look at some of the stuff that they've gone through. And then I look at, okay, there's really nothing in my life that's that's compares to the process of the issues that they had to deal with. You know, so it, it makes me look at things a little differently too, as far as, you know, this little issue I got really doesn't amount to anything. Why am I worried about this so much? I mean, this person had to deal with that. You know, so it, it's uh it, it does. It helps you help helping helps the helper as well because you, you do realize things about yourself that um you know, you wouldn't necessarily see had you not seen it something through someone else's eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You recognize you recognize things um, you, totally differently, be, and and that says a lot for for you as a person too, because you don't recognize that if you don't care. Right. You know, yep. it, it hits at home because your heart is open. Absolutely, and I think we talked a little bit before. I think when when you believe in something, you know, and when you're talking to somebody about it. They pick up on that, you know, differently than if you're just talking to, you know, looking at an ad in the the paper. I I always said um, when I was doing, when we had our business, I was selling outboard motors and boats and things. Um, If you, you know, we're selling products that we believed in and you're talking to a customer about it. And they know that you're excited about it because you believe in the product. And it's, it's no different than doing this. If we believe in what you're doing and you talk to people about it, they, they see that in your eyes and, and it means more to them than if you just mailed them something, mailed them a, you know, a flyer or emailed them something. So that's yeah. that's why I think we always find it important to make to create relationships and, and have that one-on-one as much as we can, um, because it, it just goes, it just means more to the person that you're trying to reach, whether uh, it's a veteran or whether it's a donor. It really doesn't matter. So. Absolutely, yeah, Kaz, brother. I, I, do you have anything that you want to want to ask or anything you wanted to bring up? I'm kind of commandeering the. The show just, here, brother. Just one final question. I, I wanted to know uh what is the uh female veteran participation like? You know, we we make an effort to we, we we want female veterans to come and we do get a number each time. More men than women, but over the last few years, um we have seen a a real good increase in the in the female participation, which we and you know, and we make a point to honor that too. You know, we we want to make sure that the female veterans, you know, unfortunately, get forgotten because a lot of people talk about the guys, the guys, and we we make sure that we um, we invite them to come. We want them to come. We get a good number to come, and uh, and we get more every year. So, uh, and it, it's it's awesome because they they bring everybody's got a different perspective, and and if there's anything that um, you know, we hear from a veteran uh, that can help us do a better job or, or, or whatever it might be, you know, you get a perspective that's different from someone else. And, uh, uh, you know, so that's definitely, uh, definitely on the, it's, it's always been good, but it's definitely on the rise for us with the female veterans. Uh, All right. In fact, a little further, you know, when we honor these veterans, we, we make sure we point out the different eras, the, the different times, in fact, we, we, we want to make sure we also point out the peacetime 
veterans because they get forgotten at times and, and, yeah. and they deal with yeah. stuff too. And, and they have things happen in their life and, and whether it could be military related or not, I mean, they have pressures in the military and they got to be on the ready. You know, like I say, we can't, we can't speak from the point of view of what you guys do, but you know, we know that, um, Everybody, when they, they join up, they raise their hand. They don't know what life holds after that. It could be anything, yeah. you know, so you can't, you have to make sure everybody gets recognized. And, and we recently got a, got an email from a, um, a veteran who watched the show. And, you know, during the show, we make sure that we, we honor the peacetime. He said, he's rarely heard that. And he thanked us for making sure we brought that out. Nah. But that's, that's, we, we, we try to make sure, um, all groups, men, women, peacetime, wartime, whatever era it might have been, um, are honored. And uh, unfortunately, and we really work hard to get as many World War II and Korean veterans, as obviously their numbers have decreased greatly ever since, especially since COVID. Yeah. Um, but when we get when we get a World War II veteran at a at an event, you know, he gets it's red carpet and it's, yeah. it's awesome and as it should awesome. be. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, and, and the Korean too, um, you know, so, so, uh, it's, it's awesome we, that you, I, I didn't mean to step on, but it's, it's awesome uh, that you point that out because the, the cold war vets, um, are, are mis, misunderstood. They were under constant threat of nuclear war. Yeah. Like, yeah. and they were there and at the ready. And if that's not as terrifying as flying into Afghanistan, I don't know what would be. Right. I, I mean, I look at it because my, my dad was a perfect example. He served in the Navy from 1955 to 1960. And he, that's what he was a radar man on a Super Connie that flew by as close to the Soviet Union as they could, you know, yeah. to, to do surveillance. Cause that, and that was all of that. And uh, so that's where, uh, you know, so that's why we want to make sure um, everybody, everybody had, a, we look at everybody had a role in, in the, freedoms that we have today and whether it was wartime or peacetime or, or however, you know, it, there, there's somebody's always got to be at the ready and, and we can't forget about those people that because they didn't fight in the war, didn't mean they didn't have a function and didn't have to, you know, potentially you never knew what was going to happen. So if, if they, they weren't there and ready, we would be living in a different world today. Absolutely. Yes, sir. So, um, you know, I, I, I want to make sure I thank you guys for your service and the rest of your team, because um, I love seeing, you know, we, we love talking to guys like you guys and uh, uh, getting your guys story. And, and it's always a, it's always a perspective that, you know, we don't know. And we always hear something new every time we talk to veterans. It's awesome. So. Well, it's, it's appreciated. When, when it comes to, to service, I, I think, I think I probably speak for most of us when I say it was, it was absolutely my honor to do so. You know, I've, I was I was able to do so, and and you know, I, I don't have I don't have any regrets. You know, with, with so making when, that decision. When did you serve, Jim? I was I came in in two thousand nine, and I was in until two thousand fifteen. Oh, okay, gotcha. So and you, Doug? I uh, was in two thousand two to two thousand nine. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you guys? Uh, uh, I mean, did you deploy a lot, or did what did you end up doing? Oh, well, I have three tours in Iraq. I was there for the very first day before the Iraq War, and then the following year in '04, and the following year in '05. So I turned 19, 20, and 21 
there in the war. Man, I would I was in Afghanistan for um the latter half of 2010 and most of 2011. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, that's uh um yeah, we we uh like I said that's the part of the that's the part of the of this whole thing that that just from a from a personal level we we see all this and we hear all this and you know it's it's a it's amazing to us uh some of the things that you guys have had to endure and uh and then, and then anything we can do to help you know we we want to so uh, if you guys ever need help or know somebody please reach out to us because we definitely have resources so you mentioned your event in clearwater and i'm actually yeah. uh i'm in uh claremont florida which okay. is only maybe like an hour and a half from Clearwater. I mean, I've oh, actually, yeah. I've actually taken my family to Clearwater for a vacation. So, mm-hmm. if I can, I think I might try to stop by your event. You should. Um, the, uh, the tickets are there. They're online. And if you go like on the Operation Healing Heroes or the Take It Fishing website, um, there's links or our Facebook page. Obviously, there's links too. Um, we think it's going to be an awesome event. Um, we'll have. Our team there, the RV is going to be set up. Um, it's just going to be, a, a, I think, a pretty good day. There's a giant number of veterans in that area, too, and we want to make sure many of those guys can come, too, those yeah. folks. Um, but, uh, no, that'd be uh, that'd be great if you could make it, and we'd, we'd love that. Yeah, as soon as I heard you mention Clearwater, I was like, really? <laughs> I mean, I've taken the family there. What? <laughs> I'm in, I'm in totally the wrong place for you guys. I'm in the Northeast. So I'm, I'm in Pennsylvania. You're right. So, so, you kind of, kind of a little out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I know being in Southern Wisconsin, I got to get there, you know, so that's, that's one of the things we got to do is we got to fly down there. Um, but you know, it's just, uh, it'll be fun. And then, uh, I think Orange County Chopper is going to go a little further with us on some some bike builds and things like that. Hopefully that's going to work out. They want to, they want to help us out that way too. So, and we'll have a, there'll be autograph sessions with uh, Jimmy Allen and uh, the other people and, um, and Paul senior. And so it, it might be, we think it's going to be a fun event. And uh, uh, so, but we're always trying to do something. We always, we always got that sort of thing. Who knew, you know, we, had we not on that RV, none of this would have happened. And, uh, but we're always doing, even on the local level, trying to do something to, you know, to create awareness. Because that's, like I said, that's kind of where it all starts. And, and you gotta, you gotta go there. Well, I really want to thank you, Mark, for uh, for coming on and explaining everything. You've been so thorough. I mean, I even, as a layman, have a, a total great understanding that it, it's actually not just the fishing and uh, um, or giving away the rod that you do. Thank you so much for explaining the full uh, weight of everything your organization does. Because take oh, a vet fishing, that's, like, that's why we wanted to speak to you. I've been involved on the periphery for many years through the through my our business as you know as a donor, but now I've been kind of immersed in it the last few years a little more. So it's been, um, you know, I, I understand the whole working is a little bit more, and no, and and like I say, I have the people that. I work with really deserve the credit because Rob and, and Jay started this whole thing and, and, uh, Michelle and, and Dave Van Dorn. I should, I want to mention Dave a little bit. <laughs> Dave Van Dorn is our, our pro staff guy. 
he's he fishes over 150 days with veterans and he's a volunteer that's awesome take him fishing it's amazing and you know so not only does he get the these veterans out in the water because we do we do requests we get emails hey i don't have a way to fish can is there some way you can get fishing and and if it's if it's local where we can do it absolutely we, you know we'll dave will be right there if he can in fact we get requests from all over the place and so i'll do the re, I'll, we, I, we get requests from somebody from iowa for instance or uh, uh just recently in kansas or in oklahoma and so i'll get online i'll research the vfws and they and the, and the uh american legions and the fishing clubs and say here's contact these guys because they might be able to get you on the water because many many of these these uh fishing clubs are very involved with veterans we find and so we, we we do what we can if you know even from a long distance away if we can help a guy get on the water i mean like i say there's like we said there's nothing more than getting out no outdoors and enjoying a day out there because it, it, it does a body good so so, so even if you're if you're not able to do it directly, you're still going to make an attempt to make that connection and get absolutely. We we do what we can to make sure we find uh, a guide that'll maybe try to get that person out on the water or a club or something. And uh, so, and we find most of them are more than willing to do that kind of thing. So they they understand it. But yeah, no, it's been uh, so we try to do what we can, and uh, there's been. You know, I, I love talking about this stuff. And you can, my family hears about it daily because I talk about this stuff all the time with them. But um, <laughs> you know, so anytime I can, anytime I can try to um, create awareness for what we're doing, I, I I love doing it. And Jay is the same way. Jay is, uh, um, if you get a chance to go on the Operation Healing Heroes website, um, all of our all the past episodes through season six, season seven's not up there yet, but. Um, you can get a pretty good feel for how we document the lives of those, at least on the television show. The podcast he started here this earlier this year, and uh, and it's just another it's just another way to document more lives, you know, of, of these these veterans because these stories are these stories are inspiring, and you know, and if they can, if, if a story that Jay can and we can get on film or on an audio or wherever. And it can do somebody some good down the road. That's that's the goal, of it, you know. So not only do we get we get make sure that history is preserved, you know, our hope is that it gets it gets down and, and finds its way into somebody that can help them out too. So. Right, that's awesome. So again, this is this is Mark Richardson with uh, TakeAVetFishing.org. dot um, I think we're gonna gonna wrap this one up. We're gonna try to keep them to to an hour or so. But I I, I truly appreciate you coming on and and. I think I'd love to have you on again sometime if you'd be. Oh, I'd love to. I, I okay. absolutely would. Um, you know, maybe. And then uh, Jay, we're going to have you got uh, get you on here. Jay, we're just got to get the, his schedule squared away, but he knows what we're doing with all this. And uh, I, I'll come out whenever you want. I love talking about this stuff. And uh, because maybe because every few months, there's always some new stuff that we've kind of done, you know, where we can, there's things to talk about. Right. Same with you. I mean, if you ever, you know, need some promotion or something from us, please, you know, let me know. You know, shoot me an email or whatever it might be. We'll be happy to do what we can. And I think once um, you get on with Jay's podcast, um, he'll 
he'll go through your, you know, you, <laughs> then you can explain exactly what you guys are all doing. And we want to know that, you know, that's, that's all good. That's what we want to make sure we're, we're, you know, push promoting groups that are doing the right thing. And that's what we, that's what we look to do. So. Yeah, I definitely have some some people in mind to uh, hook you guys up with to talk to. But I've met some really interesting people along the way, and people that are doing a lot of really really awesome things. Yeah, yep. So no, this is great. So anytime, I'd be happy to. Awesome, All right? Very cool. Well, thank you so much, and and uh, yep. I apologize you guys. for the for the bobbing and weaving and camera stuff going on. I I I, I didn't. Didn't anticipate doing the video at all, um, and then Cavs <laughs> mentioned, "Hey, you want you want to turn your camera on?" And I'm like, "Well, I got stuff pointing in weird directions, and I'm giving you the side eye because my camera's off to the side of me." And so, uh, so, but uh, it, I think it was a good idea to turn the cameras on, and in, in the future, I will, uh, <laughs> I'll do a little bit better of being prepared for that. So, oh, and if if you ever, if you're going through things and you got questions about anything, you want some clarification on something, you know, just let me know. So, all right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you guys for very coming. much. All right. And really uh, appreciate you guys reaching out and uh we're happy to be your first. So thank you yeah. very much. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. Thank you now, so now much. Now we got past that, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, thank thank you so much. And you know, we we're gonna get you know three or four more put together here. Um, and then we'll officially start start releasing it and getting it out there. Um, I'll give you a heads up on that. So if you want to, you know, promote it or whatever, um, to get so people great. to listen to, to what you got to say, um, and make sure we'll give you links and stuff to, when we get that up. So I sure appreciate it. Uh, we we right. appreciate it as well. Thank you. Thank very you much. again for your service and thank your team for us too. We appreciate everything you guys have done. So. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Honor. Thank you for listening to Bullets, Blades, and Hooks. Be sure to visit our YouTube channel and Facebook page for more exciting content. If you or someone you know would like to be a participant on our show, please feel free to email us at bbh at dvradio.net. Salute.